Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. This episode is brought to you by Skyline Homes. Skyline Homes has a unique approach to land development. Their home construction begins with a disciplined approach to evaluating markets, acquiring land, and creating value through the planning process. Pride and personal involvement in the work that they perform result in superior quality and service. This philosophy has distinguished them from the crowd of other developers in this ever-evolving business. To find out more, visit SkylineHomesDevelopment.com. That's SkylineHomesDevelopment.com. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again for another episode of iHeart2C Podcast. I'm Hannah McGee and John McGee, my our co-ho- my co-host. And we have another special guest with us today. We are talking about the breweries that we have in Canyon County. And we get to talk to Jerry Ferguson, who is the owner of Crescent Brewery in Nampa, and also Malia here, who is his, um, his uh, taproom um, manager. So thank you guys for joining us today. We appreciate you guys being here. You bet. Yeah. Sure. Well, we would love to hear, um, we, we know this, that you're brewery in Canyon County is the oldest one of out of um, the breweries that we have. But I'd love to hear a little bit of your story of how you got started and, and are you a native of Idaho or where have you come from and, and how'd you, how'd you get started with Crescent? Well, yeah, I'm a native of, of Idaho, Nampa particularly. Okay. And I, uh, I, I'm a mechanical engineer and uh, it started out of course as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, another buddy of mine who is an electrical engineer uh, we, we had a little time on our hands, <laughs> so we started brewing beer, and it was just fascinating to me. Drinking it forever, that's one thing, but when you're starting to brew it, it's a whole different different game. So we, uh, we ventured out and uh, decided to open a, a small pilot brewery just to test the water. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, there weren't, uh, I think Sockeye had opened up, 10 years earlier. Okay. So um, it it uh, was a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. You, you had to go through all the, the different uh, agencies to get going. Nowadays, they're flashing it out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But in there, it took us almost a year to get legal wow. and, and start to uh, brew beer. How long ago was that? Uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And uh, we, uh, we wanted to bring back the history in Nampa. Yeah. Um, the Crescent Brewery was the original brewery, and you weren't much of a town unless you had a brewery. Mm. I mean, because beer didn't travel well. Yeah. And uh, so the Crescent was built actually in 1906 and opened up in 1907. Wow. And it's interesting enough, 35,000 barrels for a town of 12,000 people. (laughs) Do the math. So we like our beer. Yes. Wow. But the sad thing about it is after you opened up, the uh, county went dry. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the Bible thumpers decided that we didn't 
they didn't want the beer around. Mm-hmm. But he was a smart operator, and his beer, he actually did what Budweiser did to become a, you know, the giant they are. He knew how to travel beer. Mm. He, along with brewing beer, he had an ice factory. So wow. he would fill ice cars and then put his beer in, and he'd ship it as far as Portland. Wow. Oh, wow. So he was able to stay alive. And then, of course, Prohibition hit. Mm-hmm. So he had, he had his struggles. But uh, they closed down the brewery right after he died uh, in 58, I think. And uh, in 66, they tore it down. Okay. I was six years old at the time and uh, on my bicycle mm. thinking, this is cool watching the yeah. uh, be, place being torn down. It's a crime as far as I'm concerned now because it's so much history yeah. sure. went That's... away. But so with that being said, we wanted to bring back the history. Mm-hmm. And so we, we checked with the state, got clearance, you know, that, because there were no living heirs left. And um, so we named it the Crescent Brewery. It eventually became the Overland Beverage Company after Prohibition Mm -hmm. because during Prohibition he did, uh, or actually during Prohibition because he uh, brewed soda pop. Okay. So, you know, and then it it stayed Overland because that was his flagship beer anyway. Mm -hmm. And he brewed uh, lagers. Mm -hmm. I brew ales. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the difference. I brew Scottish, Irish English style beers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for I'll, our listeners, Jerry, tell tell them the difference between oh, the yeah. two. What's the What's the key difference? Well, the yeast, yeah, the yeast, because um, and temperature of fermentation. So, lagers temp, um, tend to uh, ferment at lower temperatures, where ales brew it. Uh, I mean, ferment at uh, higher temperatures. Uh, I see. So it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because yes, it Germany does. is colder. Mm. Than the islands, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, so mm. you're going to have a little bit of different uh, yeast that's going to operate to uh, brew their beer. Yeah, well, that's interesting. There you go. But, uh, yeah. So one of the things I love about your brewery are the names of your beers, right? <laughs> I mean, you 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 guys put some thought into what you do, whether it be the, the skull splitter or... Uh, and and naming them after uh, the, the uh, blonde bitch. Yeah, the blonde. <laughs> right. I mean, you guys, you guys really put some thought into this. Did you come up with this, or? Oh well, yeah. You, yeah. What do you what? I mean, how do you get from point A to point B? You're brewing something up, and then how do you how are you coming up with these names? Well, the skull splitter was easy. I mean, you know, it's a nine percent beer. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay. So and, uh, and 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 of course, I I know you've noticed that most of them have kind of a Scottish theme to yes. it. Yes. Yes. That's right. And that's kind of what we. Uh, that's kind of what we're doing. The blonde, of course. Um, my mother, being German, mm-hmm. she felt like she was being left out. <laughs> so we had to brew some German style beer. Sure. So we brew the blonde, and and we do have a very good half. It's a blonde, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the sherb um, that is Gaelic for bitter. Mm-hmm. So of course it's an IPA, yes. you know. And uh-huh. uh, of course, there's a few of them that's pretty plain Jane, like oatmeal stout. That's uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a great beer. That's great. So Malia, what what um, you are the manager over there at Crescent, and so what what kind of operations do you help run? Um, kind of in the day-to-day. Day-to-day. Um, I help with our in-house marketing. Mm-hmm. I um, do the music. Um, 
as far as booking and making sure that our music's going good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have live entertainment seven days a week. Oh, okay. So I keep up on that and then you know, staff stuff. Yeah. Just making sure everything goes smoothly and that I'm his right-hand girl. Nice. I love that. I'm sure for scheduling music, uh, live entertainment, is that pretty... Is it that pretty easy or is that difficult to find it's, entertainment? It's too easy lately. <laughs> I am booked out through July. Oh, um, wow. August, actually, I think is what I'm into now. And so it's nice because um, before we got booked up like that, it was every month at the beginning of the month I was scrambling to find people to play. And uh, now it's it's pretty much taking care of itself but if we get new people it's kind of hard to make sure that they show up three four months down the road sure but um yeah, and i want to add she has the patience to do that <laughs> i don't yeah sure <laughs> right that's why he make the beer so let me understand this you can go down to crescent brewery seven days a week any day of the week and listen mm-hmm. to live music and drink beer ah. yep. except, except for, for thursday well we have karaoke thursday night Mm. I guess it's live music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then every fourth Friday of the month is our pro comedy show. Mm. So we do that where we bring in um, nationally touring comedians and some of the local um, comedians. And they put on a comedy show. And it's great. Like, you have to make a reservation if you want a seat. It packs wow. every month. And it's, it's a really cool free show yeah. um, that Jerry does. I, I love that. So if, if, if our listeners want to hear more about that or want to learn mm. more about it or come listen to one of these they go to the your website is that right you can go to our website you can go to facebook you can yeah Look google it yep mm-hmm. and we have a sean peabody coming up this month on the oh. fourth friday wow that's exciting and you don't hear that very often um of just you know national known com- comedians coming in and i love that you're, you're able to host that what other kind of things we we talk here on i um i heart to see just about the community so what are some things that you guys do as Crescent to get involved in Nampa community um, or how, how, how does the community get involved with you guys? Well, there's always somebody wanting something. Sure. You know, <laughs> uh, and, and we give a lot to the community mm-hmm. and we love it. We're, we're part of the Boys and Girls Club. Right. Um, we, uh, um, of course, uh, we have quite a few church groups mm-hmm. that actually come down there um uh one of them is uh guzzlers for god oh. <laughs> i think that's the presbyterians i love that and awesome. uh, and then we uh you know and you know different organizations so come down and 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 just gather because during the day it's it's quiet and and they can have their little meetings and and drink a few beers and mm-hmm. get in the spirit yeah now you guys that's take awesome. that's that sounds great yeah you guys take pride and I noticed on your website, you take pride in kind of not being the commercial brewery and not having the, the fancy tap room, state-of-the-art tap room. Talk right. to us a little bit about that mentality. Well, you know, the thing about it is when, when I opened that thing up, I wanted some place for Nampa people to go because forever we went to 1A yeah. to get anything. Yeah. If we wanted comedy or we wanted music or whatever so when i did that i i don't know and it wasn't intentional but i i wanted to create that cheers atmosphere sure you know you come in a stranger you leave a friend Mm -hmm. that's important to us and every one of my staff it's very important and there's that relationship with everybody that comes in there so Mm -hmm. 
and and in turn that's that's done us well yeah so you know you're the you're the nampa brewery that everybody everybody looks at like when they think of a brewery i think a lot of them do think of you because they feel like community there is what i've heard for sure well and and we're grateful Mm -hmm. that's awesome that's great so do you um, do you source any of your um, products locally, or is it harder to source, you know, the grains or the hops or anything like that? Actually, there? my malt, uh, my main two-row malt mm-hmm. that I use is grown locally and nice. malted locally. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I do have a few of my beers that are just solid, actually, Nampa, Idaho mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. Um, now, of course, because we brew Scottish and Irish style beer, yes, uh, we do have to to bring in the, you know, the the hops and mm-hmm. and some of the stuff foreign. Yeah. But um, um, we we try to stay as local. We buy a lot of hops in the valley, mm-hmm. you know, because we have a lot. You know, we're number two in a yes. in the country, right? And uh, we are number one in the malt, but oh. a lot of our malt. Uh, uh, goes to Vancouver mm-hmm. to be uh, malted. Now there is an operation in Pocatello, but they're strictly bulk, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, we uh, we we like the fact that we were able to hook up with a, a local guy that was starting to malt. He's doing a great job for us. That's great. Uh, he's he's actually going to get into the single malt whiskey business. Mm. So it's just kind of an add-on for him. Mm-hmm. But it worked perfect for us, and 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 we like to be local. We yeah. want to keep, we want to keep our money here, right, and in the community. I think that's important. Definitely, that's great. That's encouraging. Have you seen um, any types of, you know, with COVID and and um, transportation and all that, with trying to get hops from other countries? How how has that been with trying wow. to make your beer? Wow, wow! <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, uh, my transportation cost has is just skyrocketed mm-hmm. and uh it's it's kind of ridiculous i i in a way i i, I kind of feel like they're kind of using the situation but you know that's just my opinion but sure. uh uh yeah and and you know what the sad thing is we we try to keep our product reasonable okay mm-hmm. because let's face it it's beer yeah okay yeah. uh the crescent sold beer a nickel a glass okay mm-hmm. wow <laughs> and and it and it's and it's hard uh, it's hard to do that now. I mean, because of everything else going up. Mm-hmm. Now, because we're able to buy local some of the stuff, and uh, it offsets the stuff we have to get from someplace else. Yeah. And so we try to balance that out. But you know, you know, inflation is happening. And it's and it's a bad situation, and and unfortunately, it's our customers that are going to suffer the situation because yeah. we just pass the cost on because right. we have to. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What's uh, this is this is kind of like asking a father who his favorite kid is, but I'll ask it anyway. What's your, what's your favorite brew that you can make? Well, I'll tell you what, they're all my favorite. Yes, <laughs> of course. And the reason being, I say that is I brew it for me. And then yeah. if you like it, it's a bonus. Right. But if you ask, uh, what's my go-to? And Malia will tell you, you know, uh, Tilted Kilt has a warm spot. It was my first commercial beer, okay? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's one that uh, one of my original partners actually started at, and it's been modified several times until it's actually like one of our number one cells. Mm. Um, I also like my Highland Hammer. Um, it's a good Scotch ale. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, I can't be a Kiltwire and Scott without uh, <laughs> drinking Scotch ale. So. Sure, sure. And then what's the most popular if you if you the one you mel- you sell the most of when people go in there, it's most often purchased. Well, there's several of them. I, okay. it, it's Leah? the blonde bitch. Is our flagship? Yeah, certainly has a t- it has the right it, title. The name and, sells itself. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's also but it's a very light drinker. beer. It's a good crossover. Yeah. So that person that isn't uh, um, jumping in the middle of a, a IPA or yeah. a, or a oatmeal stout, you know, they'll grab a blonde. Uh, people are, people are, um, I, I, I don't want to say they're misinformed, but they consider a, a light colored beer, a light beer. Oh, sure. Well, I don't brew anything under, you know, six and a half percent. I mean, I do, I have a couple, my half is under and my summer ale is under, but most of my beer is six and a half up. Uh-huh. So if you're looking for something light, you're mm-hmm. going to have to describe that to me because it's not about color. Mm. Another one of our big sales is uh, the Irish Red, because it also is it, it's a session type beer, and it's light, it's easy, it's malty, it's not hoppy. Mm-hmm. So, um. and we do one thing that makes us different than a lot of the breweries. We only have three IPAs, one bitter. Mm. You know, yeah. We we focus more on the malty, full flavored mm-hmm. type beers. Sure. So do you see um, any, with breweries in general or with yours, some new or different trends that are starting to happen um, as you are staying longer and, you know, you've established yourself as being one of the oldest breweries really in in, in the Treasure Valley? Um, what are some trends you're starting to see? Oh, I, I, I think most of the breweries and and. I don't know why I don't do it. They they try to reinvent themselves on a constant sure. basis. Sure. I, I see a lot of them pushing the hazies and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and maybe it's something we'll look at. But uh, what we try to do is we try to brew the beer that we brew. We try to do it the best we can. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it's important to constantly focus on that. Um, but, uh, you know, the hazies... There's there's all kinds of new stuff, the sours, um, you know. Yeah, funny thing about those sours, we used to just pour those down the drain. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but those folks in Oregon figured out, hey, we can make a buck doing this. Oh, sure. yeah. You know, because you can't get sick from uh, beer unless you just drink too much of it. Sure. But, uh, oh, interesting. So. Huh. Do you have anything special that you're working on? I mean, you've got such a variety, such a great variety. Is there something you got in your back pocket? Well, that you're you know on? what? We had a good friend who passed away. Um, his name was Mark, and uh, he was an old brewer from Germany, mm-hmm. and actually he was Finnish. Okay, and uh, he um, put together a recipe for a true Bach, and of course, a Bach is a German beer, and the original Crescent Brewery brewed a, a Bach beer. Okay. Mm. So we're, we're, we're really thinking about bringing that Bach for in honor of him mm-hmm. and labeling it the old label from the original Crescent. Oh, nice. And I think it'll be fun. 
It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't find very many true box. Uh, you see a lot of my box and and that, but uh, so that's one we're working on. Uh, Malia and I were talking about uh, a session beer that uh, is light but still full flavored, you know. And uh, so we're we're kind of toying with that a little bit, but that's that's where we're at. We've got 19 flavors. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of hard to keep up with what we have. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How have you, I'm fascinated by how you've been able to reach back into the that kind of crescent brewing history. Where where are you finding the information, or where are you finding the labels? And I'm a nut. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I love that history. History is is you know my second language. Yeah. You know, I love history. I think we learn from history for sure. It's very important. And uh, so when we decided to take on the crescent. Um, I just kind of soaked it in. And you know, it's interesting. That's another thing about the way we are as fit for the community. We have all kinds of people bringing us stuff. Hmm. Oh, this is from the Crescent. I've had it for years. It's been in my garage. I oh, want you guys to have it. Wow. So we have bottles. Hmm. I, I mean, I thought I had a real good find. A guy brought me in a little tiny sack of the original bottle uh caps mm. i thought ah oh. oh, score hmm. another guy brought me in a box <laughs> and it's like you know you, you get this kind of stuff and it's it's just to me it's just like it's gold yeah, yeah. and uh so and 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 the nice thing about it is we display everything and we talk about it mm-hmm. and all my staff knows about it because they've listened to me blab off Okay, and and they they understand, and uh, it's interesting to them. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's kind of what it is. It's yeah. it's just kind of a trickle down, and it's I, I'm sure a lot of it is my love for history. Yeah. So right. well, I know the Canyon County Historical Society Society also <clears throat> seems to have a lot of good you know oh, yeah. information too as well. So I'm sure you guys could be really good partners there. Actually, I the. Uh, it, You've been in my my I tasting have. room, yes. And all those pictures from 1907, 1910, wow. um, they got those for me, and then I had them digitally redone and sure. blown up to the poster size that they are. Neat. That's cool. <coughs> super. But um, later on, it was kind of fun. There was an old book place that was downtown, Twice Told Books yes, or something. I used to work there when I was in high school. Okay, um, <laughs> he had the glass negatives to all those pictures. Oh my gosh. And I snatched them up. Wow. I mean, you just don't find stuff like that. Yeah. So, and wow. I also had the original um, uh, legal description mm-hmm. from when the brewery was built and then when they remodeled it and uh, after prohibition. Okay. So, you know. Jeez, what a gem. Yeah, you just you know, and and I guess not everybody's interested in that yeah. stuff, but but it is it's it's fascinating yeah. to me. It makes your bar who or your brewery what it is today for sure. Can so if people are wanting to come and try your beer, also, do you sell any outside of your brewery? Oh yeah. Okay, so can they where can they find? find your... Well, we we're on at several locations, mostly restaurants, lounges. Okay. So great. You know. Um, we tend to go more west mm-hmm. than east. Sure. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, the saturation over here, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we. Yeah, that makes sense. Good, good way to support Kenning County Mm -hmm. and beyond that way for sure. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to come here and chat with us. And it's such a fascinating story you have for that brewery. It's so unique and I love it. I think it just, it aligns with Kenning County and our passion for community and just what community you have created over there in Nampa in your, um, for your, with your brewery. Yeah. The oldest brewer in Canyon County. I think, yeah. I think the listeners are going to really enjoy this. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Malia and sure. Jerry for coming. Sure. And, and, and guys stop by for a beer. Yes. Do it. Yes. Do it. We'll see you all there. Thanks thank for joining you. us. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Kenyon County.